I am super excited because I have Karen Gibson here with me today. And uh, hey, Karen. Hi, Kathleen. She is a patient <laughs> advocate for kidney cancer patients and a Facebook moderator and is involved with KC Cure, which is a kidney cancer research alliance. And she is a cancer survivor. Uh, she was also on the board for the Judy Nicholson Foundation for Kidney Cancer. And the thing that just amazes me about Karen is just her attitude in general. Just, you I mean, you're an amazing person Thank you. inside and awesome. out. And so nice of you to say. Yeah. And I, you know, I want to hear if you want to tell us a little bit, uh, first, just a little bit about what you do right now. Okay. Um, well, what I do right now is uh, I did, I am retired. I, so, so I'm, I'm trying to have the best time of my life. You yeah. Know, we, we, <laughs> we live for retirement. Uh, well, some, some of us do, right. but anyway, I moved to the beach. That was uh, part one awesome. of uh, retirement. And uh, I just, uh, you know, I'm taking on some new challenges. Um, I love music a lot, as you yeah, uh, you know, here. And I'm that here. song and, that we just heard yes. is one of her favorites. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I I'm, was diagnosed in 2005, so I have been on and off of treatment since then. And one of the reasons I retired was because of, um, you know, I do have stage four, um, and I am actively being treated. So, you know, it takes a lot. You have to do a lot of scheduling, uh, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to focus on taking care of myself because I'm determined to to stick around a lot longer. That's right. You got a lot more yeah, to do. Yeah. You, you got to you got to be here with us in this life for That's a long right. time. That's right. I have a daughter um, that I love very much. A husband I love very much. I have a little dog and cat, and I love gardening. So. Um, that's kind of what I do. Um, I'm involved with some other things as far as, um, you know, outside of kidney cancer. Um, I do, my passion is uh, uh, being an advocate as well for Four Ocean. That's a plastic recycling oh, uh, company, needed. you know, especially living at the beach. You know, that's a big, big problem here. And um, I want to be more involved with horse rescuing and love cooking for my family and um, really focus now on teaching new generations or the new generation, the next generation coming on how to, um, uh, since we are now living longer mm-hmm. with not just cancer, but all kinds of illnesses, um, we're just living longer. And so that's kind of a new phenomenon. Usually in the past, you were diagnosed with something and, you know, you'd kind of thought, well, that was it. And mm-hmm. then I've it's been proven to me uh, that, you know, that's not it. So you have to keep going. And so I'm very passionate about um, teaching people or trying to help people uh, go on and remain hopeful and optimistic and with a continue with a positive perspective, even when you're faced with a maybe a not so positive diagnosis. Right. So because, yeah. you know, you, you, you just got to keep going and, you know, how do you do that? And so um, I think we need to make a conscious decision to to uh, go forward. And uh, I would like the word to get out to the newer generation because I think this that depression can set in regardless of what your prognosis or diagnosis. And I think that's where a lot of the a lot of people turn to uh, drug addiction, mm-hmm. and you know that's so rampant these days and also alcoholism as well and also a suicide unfortunately i don't yeah. mean to sound so that's no but a it's negative true thing, it is true but, you know how do you how do you you know take this diagnosis whatever it is multiple sclerosis whatever and just and keep going yeah. So that's what I do now is I kind of focus on uh with the things you mentioned the organizations that I'm involved in trying to keep people that are newly diagnosed. Right. Because it will take you to your knees. And it it had for me, took me to my knees. It will take everything around you and everybody around you to their knees. And it's how do you how do you get back up? So so I mean obviously you just said that when you were diagnosed, how did you feel? Um, I was scared to death. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a situation where and this is what a lot of people, I think, uh, recognize that 
you just don't, the doctors don't stop and then treat you right away. You've got, you're in line and you have to deal with insurance situations. Um, I was, I was devastated. I, uh, the first thing you think is, oh my gosh, how long do I have to live? Mm -hmm. And secondly, um, I was very, uh, you know, I was just scared because I didn't know anything about the disease that I was diagnosed with, mm -hmm. kidney cancer or renal cell carcinoma. So you're, you're confused, you know, what did I do? What didn't I do? What did I eat? What did I breathe? Find, you know, to find all a this reason. stuff, you know. So um, I just felt scared and devastated, and I remember that to this day. And that's why now that I've kind of gone to the other side and I, I'm going to make it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've made it this far. And, and nobody knows who, regardless of who you are, regardless of, you know, how long are we going to be here? So um, <clears throat> the idea is just to um, keep, you know, keep up the positive attitude. And I like, I, since I remember how I felt, mm -hmm. I want to be there for the newly diagnosed to let them know. Uh, you know, look at me, and they're not alone. They're right. not alone. They're not Other people alone. have done this, and you know, don't think that this is it. Because how did that affect you, and how do you feel like that helped you to change your mindset and have a positive attitude about it? Because it's got to be really hard to have a yeah, positive it mindset. Didn't, I didn't somebody, for quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I think what happened for me once I. You know, fell to my knees. I called my doctor. I said, I can't even eat. I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. I was given uh, some antidepressants, uh, that sort of thing, but I don't think I was depressed as much as I was just scared. Right. And I think they're linking it more to uh, a more of a PTSD type of a syndrome that people get when they're diagnosed with a severe illness um, because you are, it's not that you're depressed so much for me. It wasn't, I was, it wasn't so sad. I was just scared and shocked and shocked. Yeah. Right. And then you're always waiting for the ball to drop every time you go for a scan or another lab or, mm -hmm. uh Oh, you know, now what? And so you're, it's it, like in a shell shock in a way. So and when did so, that, when did it come to your mind that you should start to switch what you're thinking? What time, at what point right. were you when you thought, okay, I can't let this rule me anymore because right. I'm, I need to be here in right. life. Right, um, What happened was, um, so educating myself or, with the information, figuring out exactly what do I have, um, getting um, uh, more information. Um, I, I want to say that I went to the internet, as we all do, <laughs> and we read all the statistics and we go, oh my gosh, it sounds horrible. Um, once I real, it took a couple years, I guess, for me to realize mm -hmm. that one, the internet's out of date. If you look at when the information is posted, a lot of times it's five, 10 years out of date and here you're thinking it's real time. And don't and, you think too, when you go to the internet and look at this stuff, the first thing that always pops up is that the worst. you're done. <laughs> That's right. No matter what it is. I've got a exactly. little bump on my, on my arm and you know you look something up say and it's like yeah that's it could what, this be. Is what you got could be this so. could be that and it's all speculative until you have right all the information because there's so everybody's unique with exactly all of this, with everything right yeah. especially things like this yeah and and so it took several years of um call it the roller coaster of um good news bad news uh the good news was at the time i was diagnosed it was considered stage two that was the good news out of, you've got cancer, bad news. Good news, it's only stage two. Um, so it was constant good news, bad news. And so you're on this up and down and up and down, and your emotions get so frayed. Mm -hmm. Your nerves get so frayed. And um, after a couple years of, it's exhausting, not at just worrying all the time. And I thought, right, that's how, do, how do you keep going with this emotional roller coaster? So I did... I came upon a conscious decision to uh, come up with st some strategies to uh, not always go to the worst case scenario. And um, I think I, it helps me to help other people. That's one of my uh, 
go-tos, yes. uh, you know, uh, that kind of thing. But it took a couple of years to finally realize it's going to be a roller coaster. It's going to continue to be a roller coaster. I kept thinking in the beginning that, okay, if I had good news, it's going to continue to be good news. But then I realized, okay, the next time, six months later, it was bad news. But then, and then you're devastated again. And, and then, then that's you, like the ebb and flows of life, right? It's the, true. the ups and downs. That's right. And so, like you said, you like to help people that are just newly diagnosed, but what you're saying too can help people just no matter what they're going through in their life. That's when, true. When you've got those down times, know that it may not just always be great, but know how to deal with the times right. when it's back Your down again. Your response to it. Yeah. Um, and so I. Uh, I want to just mention one thing about the statistics, too. I know I talked yeah. about the internet, being careful of that, but also with the internet or whatever you read, the statistics, it says like, you know, 5% of, if you're stage two, you have 70% to make it five years. I mean, these are just terms that the doctors use, but if you're stage four, you are dropped down to 10% that you're going to make it five years. And you go, oh my gosh, I have 10%. Oh my gosh. You know, that's not very good. But then I, when I realized a statistic is just that, it's made up of a bunch of numbers. You could be that high number that makes it past five years. Oh, way past. So you see it all the time you now. You can't. Um, that's one of the things that in the very beginning I'd like to relate to people is just to realize that, um, yes, it's going to take you to your knees, but you, if you don't, Grieve your old self and realize that, okay, I'm going to live with this diagnosis, um, that you've got to come up with a strategy. And for okay. me, I'm, I'm kind of or, a little bit nerdy in that way. I'm kind of organized. So I, I came up with like a plan and uh, some tools to compartmentalize the fear and the anger. And you do go through all those steps that you hear about and the denial and you kind of waver back and forth. Um, yeah, I mean, so what I would like to hear about, I want to hear about your strategies okay. and the tools that you use. And first, Great. we're going to hear another amazing song, and then we'll be right back and we'll go into some of that. Great. Does that sound good? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Welcome back to Manifesting Magic with Kathleen on WSOS 103.9 FM, St. Augustine, 95.5 FM, Ponte Vedra Beach, Nocatee, and staugustineradio.com from anywhere, which is awesome. So I have Karen Gibson here. She is a, a cancer survivor. She is an advocate. She helps so many people that are in a place where she was and is realize that just because you get a diagnosis that's not so great, you're not done. You are so, so not done. And a lot of this has to do with your mindset, right? How that's you right. think about it, what you do. So what would you say to somebody that, um, no matter what it is, maybe it's sickness, maybe they just feel like they're in a depression for some reason. What is What advice would you give them to maybe get out of it? Or, or you know, and, and depression's tough. I'm, I'm not saying that it's not... But what what is another way they can focus on it? What is something they can think of that might raise their energy vibrations just a little bit to help them feel just a, sometimes it's a tweak better, right? Because then it right. builds on from there. Right. I think the first thing I would say is that they're not alone in that, uh, that their feelings are valid, mm -hmm. uh, that they should accept that they're not crazy. They're not for thinking this certain way. They're not... Um, you know, a lot of people go through the same thing and that they need to seek help either with their primary doctor, go to the primary doctor, talk to the doctor about it. Um, there's so many things now that they can reach out to, um, even with the social media on Facebook, because mm -hmm, there's yes. all these uh, uh, blogs that, uh, for example, the one that I, a couple of them that I'm involved in, and you can just talk to people that are going through your situation, and then you, you can get information, and that educates yourself on steps to you know, maybe get a lab done. Maybe uh, you're depressed, but it could be due to some hormonal issues. Don't right. accept if you feel really depressed or uh, you can't get out of that funk. I would definitely start with some labs and just double check that first. And then surround yourself with people that are going through what you're going through. And you can start with, say, Facebook. Um, there's two sites that I kind of yeah. wanted to mention, please, if please that's do. okay. Please do. Um, one is called Smart 
patients.com. It's actually a blog. Uh, could be It's mostly for illness, but you go there uh, and you... Uh, you can, it'll say, what is your situation or your disease? And so it could okay. be multiple sclerosis or so. I don't, could be depression okay. as well. Um, and then it takes you to a forum where there are other people oh, okay. worldwide awesome. and they're moderated by experts. And you'll find links there to uh, uh, different hospitals, different seminars, webinars. And all that. I mean, you don't have to. You can ask questions if you want, but you can um, you could just read. And so I think it, it's a comfort to know that you're not alone. Right. Uh, that's right. a great place to start. Okay. Um, I, I would also look at your own um, wh- what you're doing for yourself. Are you eating right? Are you eating nutritionally? Uh, you know, sometimes it's just that you're lacking in some nutrients and things like that, that, you know, that's just a basic of where to start. Yeah. And you also mentioned too, um, about maybe trying something new, right? right? Maybe something just that you've never done before. And you've always thought, huh, that's very interesting to me. Right. And that might be just enough to get you started out of the funk with, you know, maybe going to one of those sites. Right. And then adding in something that you've always wanted to do because we're looking for a little spark of hope here, right? Right. Because never underestimate the power of hope. I love to say that. And um, my husband says that a lot as well because hope goes so far and you're you're just somebody showing that too (laughs) by what you've been talking about. Just a little bit of hope. Right. Um, And because people do, you can spiral down or spiral up. Right. And I think that's a conscious choice. So that would be my first thing to realize. You have a say in this. You can make a choice and you kind of have to force yourself to make that conscious choice. I don't want to spiral down. And that's what, I think that's, you were asking me earlier about when did I decide to change or um, uh, yeah, change your mindset. Change and start going mindset, upwards. Exactly, yeah. and when I started to implement in my daily habits some things that actually would benefit me, rather than to continue the spiral downward. And what did you do to start getting the spiral going back right. up again? Okay. What are some things that you did, and how right. did you change your daily routine? Right. Well, after getting in touch, realizing that uh, you know that I'm not. Uh, it's not abnormal to be scared. And uh, the first thing, educated myself on this particular disease. So whatever it is, educate yourself. Uh, get a second opinion. You're entitled to a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, through most insurance companies, and even if not, you know, get a second opinion. And you don't have to do it in a rude way to your doctor that I don't believe what you're saying. Just say. I think most physicians now, though, would, would understand right, that. Yeah. Right. So that's part of education, educating yourself. Um, the other part is it's making a plan, a short-term plan and a long-term plan. Um, okay. Just uh, in short-term plan might just be that, okay, every day I'm going to get up and take a walk. Uh, right. And I'm going to do that every day. So something that you have to do every day. Right. That, uh, right. Okay. Get your mind and off. And then a long-term plan might be that I'm going to go to Italy next year. And right. Okay. Might be, but, and, and I would say, even if you're giving a, given a devastating diagnosis, go ahead and make plans. People go, well, I can't. I've heard people say, I can't because I don't know. But there's trip insurance. So, uh, you know, well, I mean, either way, plans. right? I just Make the plan get refundable plates. I get trip insurance. So, yeah, okay, but I guess what know? I'm thinking is, is make the plan. Make the plan. That way you'll you'll be there for it's that. It's a goal. And Always also, think you're going to be there. Right. And it's a goal that you, then it gets your mind off of things. Uh, it also gives you something else to think about besides your diagnosis. The other thing is uh, compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yes. Okay, so for me, for my example, is I have to go every three months for labs and scans. Okay. And depending on what my labs say determines my treatment. They may not continue the treatment if my labs aren't good. So, you know, when I get to that three-month mark, and I talked about the roller coaster up and down, um, if you spend your whole time every day worrying, then you're back to that roller coaster of, uh, you're just, everything's out of control. 
And don't you feel like when you worry, taking control. I mean, because when you worry, right, worry is, I talk about energy vibrations a lot. Yes. I know you've heard me talk about that, mm-hmm. right? What we radiate out. And, right. and when in negative and positive, like we've been talking about positive thoughts, negative thoughts, and not that we're not going to have some negative thoughts, but we want the positive thoughts to be more than the negative ones throughout right. our day. And so when you start thinking of what can go wrong on the next time, until like within those three months, what you're saying is you got on to a, you know, a routine of looking at the positive sides of things instead of thinking, okay, this Mm -hmm. may not be good. You know, I mean, it seems like that's what you started doing, which is still here, which is why you're still, I mean, honestly, you are still here. You look absolutely amazing. I know we're on the radio, but you guys saw her picture. I mean, go to WSOS. I mean, seriously. Well, that's another part of it. You have to you have to take care of yourself. That's too, right. Because that's that right. can be depressing. You look in the mirror and you go, "Oh my gosh!" Because you. I mean, I know of somebody. Um, I know people tell these stories, but I know my aunt, who was my godmother, and uh, she had cancer. And I mean, they told her, I think at one point there was going to be like three months and then it was three years. And then 15 years later, she's still here. But right. it was she. I, it was her attitude. Yeah. It was her attitude yeah. because she would go to the doctor and they say, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> I mean, I know. you know, I mean, they look at the labs and they look at the scans, but she was determined. She's right. like, I've got, I got things to do. That's right. I don't and I've got things to look nonsense. forward to. So it was almost like they, you know, put it out of their, I, you know, she put it out of her mind yeah. and that wasn't a part of her life. Right. I mean, you, know, you have to deal she with She would it. do her stuff like right. she had to do, like you're right. saying, and she would take care of herself and she would go for her scans and she would do all of that. Um, but it sounds like you, you know, she would just be then have other things going on. Mm-hmm. Like this is part of it, but this is not my whole mm-hmm. life. That's right. And I don't want that also back to the legacy thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess talk about a little bit that later but it's about uh that what are people gonna always remember you just that's that was your identity like you gave up yeah and your identity mm-hmm. is right the cancer diagnosis i mean that's not my identity yes that's part of that is a part of me i accept it but that's not what i want people to remember me for right um, you take care of the things like if somebody right. has something else you wake up you take your med i mean there are other people that may not have cancer, but they still have to get up. They have to take medication for diabetes. Yeah. They have to, you know, yeah, they have to test that all day long. They have things that they have to do in order to enjoy their life. And it's going, because you don't know what, you you don't know. Nobody knows what medical research is going to find. My key is if there's another link and it's called clinicaltrials.gov okay and nih it's uh, posts all the clinical trials out there oh okay it's part of um educating yourself so not that maybe you are wanting to participate in a clinical trial but it shows you what's being tested out there so that gives you hope that okay if maybe this drug doesn't work they're working on something else yes so you know if i can take care of myself you have to do your part and get to that next step that when the ball drops the next time, maybe by then another drug or, or treatment will be approved. Right. Um, and I do want to say, you talked about my looks, whatever, but that's what you really can't, uh, that's the thing with me. I've found that people, uh, it goes back to don't judge people because you don't know what people are going Never. through. When you, when you don't, people just would say, you know, you look fine. I mean, what's wrong with you? Why, why are you tired? You shouldn't be right. tired. Right. And they don't realize, well, I just, you know, I'm telling all these crazy drugs. And then uh, part of the side effects are that they make you tired and <laughs> they make you thirsty and they make you forgetful and they all these other right. crazy things about it. So um, because the, del- the new phenomenon is that we are living longer. And um, and the dilemma is then how to remain hopeful and optimistic with that new phenomenon. We're all living longer. And there is a book um, by Bernie Siegel. Um, it's about uh, basically looking at why are people living longer and not why did they die? Mm, so okay. um, that's really we who we need to look right. Towards. Yeah, why? How, how are they doing do, that? Right, yeah. rather than you know, oh, so and so died what from they this. Had. Why did they die? Yeah, but how come she lived so long? I love that. You know, so and uh, that's all looking at the positive sides of right. things. That's that's you know having a dream and envisioning right. like I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and reaching towards right. those things. Look, educate yourself in any way you can through proper nutrition, um, you know, there's some holistic things you can do, but you always want to go, especially when you start on some of these 
chemotype drugs, um, targeted therapy, immunotherapies, they all can be, uh, uh, you don't realize that you might be taking, drinking some grapefruit juice and you realize, oh, that makes your drug inactive. You think the grapefruit juice is good for you. And right, a normal right. person, it would be very good for you. But it's just, uh, these drugs are strange, so you don't want to go uh, just trying all these So make sure that you're, you're that researching, are, like you said. Right. Educate yourself educate. and run it by your doctor. You know, if you're low energy, maybe some vitamin B would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But check with your doctor first, especially if you're on some um, mm-hmm. of these newer drugs. Well, and going back to, you know, we talked about how you never know what somebody's going through by looking at them. Right. Right. But you take care of yourself as well. And so it is. It can be deceiving to people right. on on how maybe you might be tired, but you would never know it because you take the other part of that. You yeah. also take care of yourself. One thing I want to tell you, and yeah. people can't see me, but one of yeah. the crazy side effects of one of the drugs I'm on, it turns all your hair white. Really? You know, some chemo drugs make you lose your hair. Yes. So that's obvious to somebody, right? Right, right. But with me, all my ter- hair turned white. Really? And my eyebrows and my eyelashes. But see, you wouldn't know that because I dye my hair. Oh, <laughs> so no, I wouldn't know, you know that. You know what I mean? Cause you're a nice blonde somebody, color, but you would look good with white hair, too. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm too vain for that. But anyway. You might be, but I, can I, rock I, it. I, I, I think you could, too. I, I mean, I see some people with white hair. White. I'm like, that is I'm awesome. White. And it's even long white hair. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, right. they've got to be like in their you're 60s. Right. I'm like. I've there, seen it. that is awesome. Believe me, I've I've debated it, and I'm, oh, I just can't go there yet. Because white these days doesn't let me say quote since you can't see me quote doesn't make you look old these right. days, right? It's People like, are dying their hair. White. I know. The younger generation, I, I see, know. I've seen that. Yep. So you know, it's like wow, yeah. they can rock that. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. their skin tone is. <laughs> Awesome right. to be able to rock that. Right. So um, before we go to a quick commercial break, well, actually, let's go ahead and do that because then I have some more questions okay. for you. So we are going to play a fun song and we'll be back in a minute. Back to Manifesting Magic with Kathleen on WSOS, St. Augustine, 103.9, Ponte Vedra Beach, Nocatee, 95.5, and stagustinradio.com from anywhere. So I also want to say hi to all those people out there that I know are listening from the UK. I know it's late there. This this starts at midnight there, but I have some friends over there that they're just night owls. I mean, oh it's absolutely, wow. I know, right? I, had, I didn't know that. That's yeah. Really so cool. it can be eight o'clock at night, our time. And I'll be messaging on Facebook back and forth with them, but they just stay up late because I know some people that are night owls. I mean, I'm not one of them. I'm I'm a early to bed person, but I'm I will be up at five in the morning, and I try to remember that. I mean, most people don't keep their phones by their bed with them on, but I try to be aware of that and not message anybody first thing in the morning because you know they might get that ding. And I don't wake them up, but I know that I can um I can text my daughter and I can text my mom because they'll be up. <laughs> So those are the people exactly. that I can give a phone call to at 5 a.m. and they would not be shocked. Like, hey, just see what you're doing. Um, <laughs> most people I would not do that with, though. But anyway, so I just want to say hi to everybody out there. And thanks for listening. So I have Karen Gibson here. If you did not hear this from the beginning of the hour, um, you'll be able to hear this on replay. She is absolutely amazing inside and out. Um, she is a cancer survivor, a cancer patient, and she helps people to look at the positive sides of things in life because we just never know and we can let ourselves either spiral down or we can allow ourselves to spiral upwards. And she's here to help everybody spiral upwards because this is what she's been doing. And it's amazing to hear the things that she does. And she has shared so many amazing links with us. And what I'll be doing is on the WSOS page, the picture that we had on there in the post from earlier today with you being on the show tonight, we will add that all on there so they can go to those links because those are very helpful links. Um, Especially if you're going through depression, if you missed that part, uh, there's a forum, there's some things on Facebook, there's some things, you know, just so you know that you're not alone and you can start that upward spiral, right? Because, Because we need you all here in this life. So, you know, we can just keep going upwards. So Karen, I want to ask you, what do you do on a regular basis that helps you stay in that mindset as much as you can? Because like we always talk about the ebbs and flows, but you know, I, I feel like that you must do something that works for you because it's unique for everybody. I always say take from what other people do and make it your own. 
because what what the only right way to do a routine is what feels right to you. Exactly. But yeah. it's great to get examples from other people that's worked for them. So what do you do in the morning that helps keep your mindset in check and helps you spiraling in an upward direction? Okay. Yeah. Well, yes, we talked about everybody's different and then we have different energy levels uh, due to, for me, it's, it's unfortunately my energy level is determined by some of these medications that I'm uh-huh. on. So I don't have a lot of energy. So I take my energy as, you know, it's a precious thing. So right. for one, I don't uh, waste a lot of it on negativity because I feel go. like you're taking your energy that say, if you want to use a visual, you've got energy in a glass and it's like a glass of water. And am I going to take that energy that's so precious and pour it out because I'm so either worried about my next diagnosis or I'm arguing with somebody just for the sake of being right. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to let a lot of that go. Um, but so every day I do like to, one, stay on a, uh, a sleep routine because I think once you, you know, if you stay up late and then sleep in late and all this crazy stuff, I think you need to kind of make sure that's part of taking care of yourself, right, right. Um, your sleep part of it. But what I do then I get up. Um, I enjoy walking. I live near the beach. I have a little dog, and and I love to get out and uh, walk down on the beach. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, I also enjoy uh, stretching and some yoga. Um, I just do. A, I don't go to a class per se, but there's some things in the mornings on TV. Okay. That I that I, that I do. So it's a lot of stretching, um, and you know some. Uh, some physical strengthening. I think yes. that's very important yes. to keep yourself strong. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these treatments, regardless of what you're 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 facing, uh, you can your muscles can atrophy and that sort of thing. So you really have to stay strong. You may not I mean, you may not be jogging around the block three times, but you want to keep your muscles strong, yes, especially because say. Down the road, your next. You, you, I kind of look at it. Uh, we played that song, um, "Eye of the Tiger." Yes, and it's uh, you, if you look at it that you're in training, in between. Okay. Uh, the Eye of the Tiger. If people out there that don't know that that was a, a Rocky Balboa. That was um, he was a fighter. Uh, for the newer generation, they might not know the storyline. Who doesn't know that? I know. Well, yeah, look it up if you don't. don't. I don't know. You're younger. Look but, it up. Yeah. <laughs> And he was a fighter, and so I look at uh, that, and so ironic, because it was by a band named Survivor, ironically, so it, and it was the theme song to that movie, but he was a fighter, and so I look at it that, say, I have to go to, into a surgery, mm-hmm. and so that's going to be my fight, and you go into that surgery, you're alone in that ring, but in between your fights, you're in training, and so that training involves taking care of yourself like right. Rocky did. He yeah. you know, he got up every day and he jogged and he he don't know, he ate, he went on a special diet and all that stuff. So in between uh, that's that's what I like to think of. So I love gotta, that. I love that. It's yeah, such a that great analogy, analogy yeah. because it's just yeah. I mean, I'm right now I'm in training. Right. I'm in training now, so I'm taking good care of myself. And, you know, a lot of people don't feel guilty for doing that. You know, if you feel like you need a massage or a right. pedicure or something. <laughs> Sorry, that's another one of my my go tos. But I just feel it makes you feel good. Makes you, you know, feel good. Don't feel guilty because maybe you say today uh, I didn't get up and do my walk or whatever. Right, right. Or I didn't. Or I'm going to spend a little bit more money on dyeing my hair. Um, if it makes you feel good, you know what? It's whatever it takes to get your mind in that set. Because if you don't. Um, then you're not going to have hope. And then without the hope, you're going to throw in the towel. So and therefore, it, your outcome is not going to be successful. Yeah, because it kind of goes back to hope, right? And self-perception, yeah. we talk about that. You've heard right. me talk about that so much. What do you think and feel about mm-hmm. yourself? Because that's what mm-hmm. matters, mm-hmm. right? It's all connected. It is. And then that spark of hope, just right. it can take a tiny, tiny little spark that'll put somebody over the edge to going in an upward, upward spiral. Yeah. So I guess so I do, you know, I walk, I, I practice mindfulness. How do you practice mindfulness? Are you think, is are you grateful for things throughout your day? Yes. And and that is oh, yeah. okay. Uh, very grateful because I mean you could look at say my prognosis, you know, whatever the your situation is, but say for mine exam for example, 
I am now advanced to stage four. I have brain metastasis. I've had gamma knife. And you could go, oh my gosh, that's, mm-hmm. that's, how do you find any hope in there? How are you grateful for that? Well, right. what I'm grateful for is that I'm at the, you know, I'm getting great treatment. It's working. I'm not in any pain at all whatsoever. Okay. Uh, a lot of people in my situation are in lots of pain and they have to deal with that. That would be a whole nother. Uh, right situation, but um, you know I'm not in any kind of pain, so I'm very grateful for that, and I'm grateful for my family. Right, I have a great support network, my daughter in particular, um, and my husband. Um, but I know, and I have some great friends uh, that I know I could call at any time. So I, I just I feel very blessed all and the time. I didn't always feel that way, and I just want to. Well, no, you didn't, but, people, this is, but this is how you've been able to carry on. And because, because you've come to this point, though, right. that you realize that being grateful, having a routine, and surrounding yourself with people that are supportive and uplifting and not, right. there's not negative, you're, you're not surrounding yourself with negativity, right. which is helping you. And, and you've realized that along the way, that this is the way to make your life the best that it can be. And the best of the time that whoever you are right, or however right. long, I mean, nobody knows. I no, mean, we you're absolutely get right. down the road and drive down the street, you know, yeah. a random shooter or you know, whatever. I mean, um, so we have to make the best of what we have for now. And um, I think just trying to, I, I guess the way, I'm trying to think of something else that I might do regularly so I don't really do anything a lot. Um, but by you know, walking I mean, uh, and being right. um, conscious of being grateful for things, right. that in itself is something that I don't think, well, everybody doesn't do well, it. Here's something. <laughs> for sure. I, I, here's, here's something that made me realize how grateful I, I or, or should be and, and that I am. Uh, when you do get onto Facebook blogs and you start realizing you're talking to people in New Zealand or UK right, right. or whatever, and you realize, especially here in the United States, we have so much uh, technology here and advancement that uh, we get things a lot ahead of a lot of the other countries. Yes. For example, I was on a treatment last year that now is just getting approved in some of these countries. Mm-hmm. So for some people, that meant that they died. Right. So see, then I'm very grateful. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, how do you... How do you I think uh, you have to yeah. find those things find that, that you're grateful you, for right, every day. Right. Because like I always say, if you can't find anything to be grateful for, look at the trees and be grateful that they're giving you oxygen. <laughs> I mean, let's, you let's be grateful for something. You got to... You gotta, because some days, some days, you know, whether you have a diagnosis that wasn't so good or something else happened in your life and... It's not easy. It's right? not easy. It might Just not be in easy. your day. To, even if you don't have a bad situation, I mean, life's hard. I mean, it's and you can get in that rat race of yes. always just. I like to call Drudgery. it busy, 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 right. which is when you're really just doing things. You're going through the motions, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. and not taking time to really enjoy going through right. those motions right. and realizing, you know, even if you're at your job that you don't love. You have it, right. you know, be grateful for having a job, even though it may change, that would be okay. But having a job and be able to make money so you can exactly. have food or, you know, it can be as little as that. It's so not- I love that you are taking what you can do and being grateful for this life right. because that's what we all should be doing right. every day, regardless of what we're going through. And, and you know, when you think about it, just basically, how do you want to spend every day? Do you want to spend every day crying and moping and... Mm-hmm just kind of in a funk all day long or do you want to it's a lot easier and more fun to just try to make a joke about it and move on i mean and don't I, you think um this has been proven as well but negative energies and being negative takes more of your energy energy right, right. than than trying to look at the positive side of something exactly or the positive side of another thing whatever but it takes more of your energy we're talking about conserving energy right and using your energy right. just for things that you really want to do right. things that you desire and things that you're grateful for. And when you're negative, you use more of that energy. Right. And I think uh, the it's also linked to serotonin levels, mm-hmm. thinking positive, um, trying That's to absolutely have right. some hope. I mean, all those little bits in there that just walking, breathing in some fresh oxygen, strengthening your muscles, 
all those little bits just add up. And and laughter too. So I write a little bit about this in the book, but because there were some studies that were done on laughter and how it raises your, it raises the energies that you radiate out. It actually works with your brain and you just get happier. (laughs) And I mean, I love, I think that's great. Like whatever makes you laugh. So like for me, looking at Pinterest, you know, those, some of those quotes that are crazy. We've talked about this before. I, I could just sit and crack up about those. Um, Doesn't take much. Right. Yeah. I also, I actually, when I was out on the West coast, I interviewed somebody, you know, that was connected with the book and uh, Eugenia Kuzmina. And she used to be a model and she's an actress and played in some movies, but she's also a comedian. And so I was watching some of her stuff and it's really funny. And the thing I loved about it is there's not a lot of, um, you know, it's not the curse word kind. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes after a while to me, that gets a little old, right? you know, but it was just clean, funny stuff. And I just think when you get into the laughter and find something that, even if it's a funny show or if it's just a friend that's funny, you know, you just laugh. Well, why because, not? Well, just what your other choice. It you makes you health. Yeah. And that's actually people Sad that laugh, time, people I mean, that laugh are healthier. Yeah. I mean, there's been, there are some cancer studies too. And the, you'll find the links in the book, in my book, The 30 Day Self-Perception Makeover. I put the links in there um, of cancer patients that they studied that they would have watch funny things every day. Things that they thought were funny. Because what I think is funny may not be what somebody else thinks right. is funny. Um, so, you know, I can watch the Pinterest, look at the Pinterest things and just crack up. So some people are like, huh. but whatever you think is funny. So how do you incorporate laughter into your life? Oh, gosh. I, you know, my daughter says, sometimes I'll say things and she goes, you know, you really think you're funny, don't you? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I you, do. <laughs> you do. So you can I make yourself laugh. Well. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I try to because you have to see the humor and everything because every, otherwise it's, it's gonna just, it will be depressing. One of the things I walk into, I met a doctor, a brand new doctor the other day and I said, oh, I've been dying to meet you. Ha, ha. Oh my gosh. And they gosh. just looked at me and they thought, oh, you know, <laughs> you know so it's like, like, I thought it was funny, but you know, I don't even know if he got it, but anyway. I would think he's had <laughs> heard that before. Come on. I mean, haven't most doctors heard that before? But yeah, you've got to. I, I love, I love, uh, you know, comedies. I love, I just love people in general. My husband, he goes, you know, you'll talk to anybody, won't you? And I go, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I met you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I wouldn't have come and talked to you. Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, just your attitude alone uh, is absolutely amazing. And people are interesting, I think. You know, you can find so many interesting people with so many different stories. Just a guy in the grocery store, you know, I talks to me, he asks me, where to find you know, the string beans on what aisle. And then the next thing I know, he's telling me all about his, I knew everything about him, but he just, I enjoy people. And then that wasn't on the funny note, but. No, but you actually have a personality that some people have a personality that you feel like you could just talk to them. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you're going to find out somebody's whole life story and you didn't ask for it. Right. But. Okay. I always feel that those are the people that need those people that are talking to you and telling you their stories you ran into each other for a reason, yeah. right? Yeah. So that guy needed to yeah. tell you these things. He was kind of lonely. He, he left He had there. a list. It was actually at Thanksgiving. He had two lists okay. from his wife. Oh. And sent them <laughs> to the grocery store. So see, that was kind of funny. I yeah, thought. yeah. But anyway, um, so I thought that was kind of cute. But he was lost. <laughs> lost in the grocery store. <laughs> wow. Well, she was pretty list. good, too, for sending him when right. the, the, the Thanksgiving things are necessities. Right. Because the store closes. <laughs> So you can't go back. She knew he would be gone for a long so, time. I guess, and I guess she figured, she knew he was going to get everything. She she probably right. figured he would find somebody to ask. And yeah. then there we go. She yeah. already knew that was going to happen. That's right. Right? But yeah, I mean, Gotta I think meeting them. new people, everybody has a story too. And they I think do. like you said, it's just like when you look at somebody, you don't know what they're going through. And whether somebody's going through something right now, everybody's been through a downtime. Right. And everybody's downtime is different. And But their downtime is their downtime. I mean- that's their downtime yeah. and it really strikes them and, and it does something to them and changes them in some way. And so I think that's just a great thing to remember. And that's why I love to flash smiles at people. Like I love to smile and I love to smile at everybody. 
And I think it's such a great thing to do because you can raise energy levels of both of you, like where you get on a higher energy frequency right away just by flashing a smile at somebody. Right. And just like when you talk to strangers, that's exactly what you're doing right. is it's helping you. Yes. It's helping but, me. But you're helping but, them. Yeah, yeah. In fact, yesterday um, I went for a CT scan and an MRI of my abdomen. So, and you have, if anybody's had those, you have to, mm -hmm. you get a... Um, contrast and injection and then you get have to drink this radioactive stuff and all that yeah. so i go into this room and there's another guy he's much older i think <laughs> we don't know <laughs> how old just we are anymore. There, but anyway. <laughs> so i saw him and i go is this where the party is you know? and he goes yeah and he, you know i guess i kind of surprised him by saying that because i mean it's the last thing like, right, somebody's right. gonna say to him so I guess I try to I try to incorporate that, and I, and he goes, yeah, I'm one drink ahead of you, you know. So I mean, and then by the time we compared notes, he was had bladder cancer, and and then he just left, and he's like, well, really nice talking to you. <laughs> well, and you think about how that could have been different if you would have walked in there and been like, oh, you know, here I am again, and you know, on the downtime, it right. would have affected you and him. Right, or I and, could have gone, oh, I'm here because, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I've got this and that. I mean, gosh, that scares him, and then it, what good so does that do? that's something else that you do to go on the upward spiral right. on your every, in your right. everyday life. Right, So and then, and then the people that are working there, too, I like to try to, you know, they're working hard. They're working their butts off, and they're, you know, why not, you know. I said, you know, I always talk to him, are you on the late shift? Or, right, <laughs> right. You know, what, yeah, I know you're ready to go home and stuff like that. And you just, you know, why not try to make their day better too? Because then they treat you better. It's a win-win. Yeah, it's always a win-win. It's just like the smiles. But, you know, I want to ask you, so you said okay. it towards the beginning, and we just have a few more minutes, but okay. what um, you, you would like to reach out and help the people that are just newly diagnosed right. because you know how it feels. It's exactly. It's, I know it exactly takes you to your knees. You're down. Scared to death. Exactly. So what is a, give me a tip or what would you say to them if they're newly diagnosed or they know somebody that is, um, what's something that you would tell them? Okay. Just to step, step back a minute. Don't assume the worst until you get all the facts. A lot of times people will read a brief blurb. In fact, I got something from a nurse today of all people. You know, she's a nurse. She should know better. She goes, I saw my scan on the portal before I talked to the doctor. It said I had some lymph nodes that are swollen. She, oh my God, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you don't know the facts yet. You're right. You're taking that energy. You're pouring right. it all out. And it could be you have an infection and they're just swollen and all you need is an antibiotic. You don't know. Right. You're speculating. So don't speculate. Um, just, uh, you know, educate yourself. I know I've said that. Know that it's normal to be scared. Ask for help. Um, it's okay to, maybe you do need a sedative for a bit. I remember calling the doctor and saying, I can't even eat. I can't drink. I can't, I'm just sitting here. I'm a blob. And I think some of those, I don't like to promote those types of things like Prozac or Ativan, but you know, there's a, they were invented, there's a time and a place and it yes. doesn't mean that it's forever. Okay. Um, that everything is temporary. It's going to change. Um, so Maybe you have to get through this right now. Maybe you have to go through a chemo treatment, lose your hair. It's awful. Um, but, you know, most in most circumstances, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And just realize that it's temporary. And now, then do look into all those links that I was talking about. And I have some other ones, too, I'd like to share in the end. Yeah, okay. Could, do you want okay. to go ahead and share those links okay. that you have? Well, one is, um, and my daughter actually shared these with me. Um, one is, it, it's, it's, uh, I think it's really uh, cool. It's actually a survey that you can take. It's called V as in Victor, I, A, Character Strengths Survey. It's a free survey that you can take, and it comes up with your strengths. So then when you want to go forward and make your plan of how am I going to get through this, then you know what your strengths are and what, what maybe in your plan uh, you, okay. can, you can utilize those, and it just helps you to live at your, your potential. Um, another one is uh, oh, it's a book called The Opportunity of Adversity. Um, there was a woman, her name is, I think it's Anna, it's Amy Mullins, uh -huh. and um, 
it's, you know, she was an amputee, a double amputee, had no legs. And if you if you saw her from the waist up, you'd think she's one of the most beautiful girls, mm-hmm. and she is one of she the is, most beautiful yeah. girls. But, you know, she she's really talks about um, the opportunity for adversity because you're maybe what somebody calls a disability. Yes. It may be, it's, it's, it's not, it maybe it actually is your strength. Okay. And uh, what she did, it's just pulling from people that are facing those types of things. And now she's this, you know, worldwide speaker and yeah, who would have ever thought it because she was given the label of disabled. So don't let that, those words determine who you are, right? You can determine who you are. Um, I would, I would also recommend that everybody gets their affairs in order, so to speak, their their wills and all that. Does regardless yes. of who you are, I think that gives a comfort to yourself that mm-hmm. you know that's all in order. Your house is in order, and then you can move on to your plan. And um, I think that's that's uh, now. If anybody has things. any, you said you're you know you're a moderator on some of the sites and mm-hmm. stuff. But if somebody has any questions for you, yes, um, how can they reach you? Um, I'd be Facebook? happy to share. Yeah, my Already. Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Uh, okay. I don't. I, I mean, I, yeah. No, what they can do my too email. Is, I could. Yeah, my so, email to so if anybody's listening and they have any questions for Karen, you can even message me, Kathleen Miner. You can do it okay. through the WSOS page or my name, um, and I can get you to sure, Karen if sure. you have any questions. Anything specific to kidney cancer, per se, I would be happy to share more yeah. things about future treatments. I guess that's basically, I know a lot about that. Right. Unfortunately, but I do, and I'd love to share that. And, and the good part is about that is that you do know about that, so yeah. now you can help other people right. that are in that position. So yeah. I really, yeah. you know, this has been really amazing having you here. Um, your, Thank you so your, much for having me. And your energy opportunity. is contagious, and so <laughs> that's what kind of, you know, I mean, when Karen walks into the room, she's one of those people that you can feel the energy, <sighs> and so I know you're you're living a life of positivity in as many ways as you can. And I appreciate you sharing all of your examples with us and the links and what okay. you've been doing. I mean, we could sit here and talk, honestly. I know. I could sit here. I have a lot more that we could talk about because we could start going into all kinds of things because you're you're just like that. I mean, you're, we could just sit here and talk all day. Um, and it would... <laughs> and I would... It and would be fun, wouldn't it? Wouldn't right? it? We could right. be laughing at our jokes. We could be yeah, at our own jokes. But so I want to <laughs> thank you very much for being here. And they can reach out to me. And if anybody has any questions for you, and we can I'll get, get them the links in order to thank get you in so touch much. with you. Please do. So thank you. Thank you very much for being here. And thank you for joining us with Manifesting Magic with Kathleen. We will be back next Wednesday at 7 p.m. on WSOS 103.9 FM St. Augustine, 95.5 FM Pana Beach, Beach and Nocatee. And always streaming from everywhere on stagnaugustineradio.com. Have a good night. Bye.